Hello, welcome back, boys and girls, lads and lasses, and then people glasses. I'm Anthony the Mackham. This is the Mackham Football Show, and today we have the Mackham Cabby with us. You can see him in the top left oh, corner yeah. if you're watching on YouTube, and also Dov with the little Pikachu icon so you can see who's talking, when they're talking, and we've got the league table to reference whenever we want throughout the call as well. So we're here for about an hour. Um, Sit back, relax, enjoy, and join in on the chat if you want to on YouTube. Wombling Mackham, welcome along. Lads, we're back for a new season, and it's not got off to a good start, shall we say. Um, but there's some optimism in the background if you're, if you're looking at um, the long-term future, but there's a lot of negativity with the club at the, at the minute, and... I guess we'll get into that a bit later, but I want to get your thoughts on it first, Cabby. What do you think um, of the season start so far? Uh, looking back at it, I thought <coughs> the Ipswich Town game, we lacked that cutting edge. We we'll passed the ball around nicely. Mm -hmm. um, Ipswich had a, count, had a plan, a counter-attack, and got us on the break when they did. First yep. goal of theirs was a bit fortunate. Um, but you know, in all in all, I thought you know, Sunnan were unlucky not to get a point. I mean, they smacked the post right at the mm -hmm. end. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think a lot of fans, especially on social media, has been a bit harsh. I think you know, yeah. I, I thought if it was if it was it would have been a point. I thought it would have been like I, I would have been a fair result. Yeah, I think um, I think that would have cascaded a little bit more into positivity. And my camera froze for a second there. That would have cascaded a little bit more into positivity on social media. We've rescued a point. There wouldn't be so many negative comments of this is doom and gloom and and what have you already. It's literally one se one game into the season. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think I was watching. I think I was watching Gilesy and Steve and they said the last time we lost our opening game of the season and lost in the Carabao Cup to Crew, we ended up getting promoted. So let's not all doom and gloom it, but obviously it's different time, different era. Yeah, how, of course it is. How much should we talk a little bit about the recruitment over the summer first, then go into the two games themselves that we've played so far? Um how many signings have we made so far? Six. We've got six or seven, isn't it? Six. Yeah, um, we got Sealt, Triantis, Bellingham, Dak, Mayenda, and there's one person I'm missing out here, and I can't remember who is that. Who am I missing out? We've signed six. I know that, but who's our sixth player? We had Bellingham. We had Triantis. We've had. Um... Sealed, sealed. <laughs> Somebody in the chat, pop all the pop all the silence in there. Um, we have actually signed two two strikers, Hamir, 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 That was it, Samiro. Thank you, Wombling. Well done on the chat, spot on. <laughs> um, sixteen seventeen season. What's people's thoughts on Ryson? I think three million plus add-ons are a bit too much for a twenty-four-year-old that scored thirteen last season. You are essentially valuing if you guarantee the same amount of goals, you're basically valuing each goal at three hundred grand. So, is each position worth three hundred grand? Because essentially, you could win one game, and that would bump up your position. So, 
Uh, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Um, I'd much rather spend that money and be higher up the league than not. So it's an interesting co uh, comment, Adam, but um, I, I haven't seen enough of um, Racian um, to comment on if that's a valuable purchase or not. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, though, our signings so far are a good step towards what we want to see from the club. The the thing I'm concerned about is three big names being linked with moves outside of the club. That's um, Gooch, Pritchard and Bath already. And Bath to go to QPR, which I find absolutely bizarre. Yes, he's um, one of our more mature players. Um, he is one of those experienced level heads that we need in our club right now. But to give him to somebody who's struggling in this league, I, I think that's a massive mistake. Weird. What about you, mate? Sanon's rumours in and out for players. What, what What's your thoughts? Well, I certainly don't think it helps the, the team spirit and morale. The fact, like, you know, just as the game's about to start, first game of the season, you've got, like, mm -hmm. three of our vital players possibly could be away, and it's like that you want the opposite. You know, mm -hmm. you want the players to be here that, and have the bond. The last thing you want is, like, to part, to part, to part. It's like, no, that's, that's just not right at all. No, um... We've got we've got basically two and a half three weeks left of the transfer window, so these rumours are always brought, they're brought up by um, journalists and and stuff like that. So th there might be some validity and some murmurs in it, but until we see it from the horses' mouth, until we see it from a player, their agent, or the club, it's it's something to take with a little bit of pinch of salt, right? Well, there's a lot of um, third party um, mm -hmm. journalist sites and stuff, aren't they? You just doing it for click play anything that goes on i mean it's, mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of that goes on too much of it though because i think when we're at the start of the season we're not performing well it, to be fair it is only two games or three games if you count the pre-season hartlepool match there is that little bit of something's not quite right that murmur of something needs fixing that that constant thing that happens when you lose a couple of games where you are pretty dominant in it but something's not clicking and for most people it's quite obvious it's strikers or leaky defense the middle of the park looks to me quite quite firm and quite rigid mm. there's nothing wrong with it i mean like i thought we held the player mm -hmm. play it well um we passed around spot on it's just that mm -hmm. that final finishing product like the crosses were getting a bit overhit so they were going into a well, no man's land and so it's it's you know, it's more finessing than more yeah i would say so yeah just... i mean we certainly you can tell we're missing diallo like a hole in the head it's like you know he just needed that one touch a little sight of goal and he's, he's you know banging them in the net isn't he? You, you, you say that mate and I, I do agree with it we do need that bit of quality but we have that in our squad we have the potential Ahmed diallo didn't come in game one and start scoring goals it took him like five six games before he was settled in essentially yeah, yeah i absolutely agree yeah but, he, so, he wasn't straight straight away no so do, do you think the fans are being a little bit too jumping uh, they're jumping the gun a little bit too fast with saying bellingham's not good enough to replace Ahmad? i i think he's got the potential to provide something slightly different but also give that bit of quality like um his miss against ipswich town the open the the one that could have potentially opened up the um the game it was it, it was fizzed so fast off the yeah yeah I mean what about our light and reactions to get that but yeah it's absolutely 
crazy ridiculous for anybody to sort of slate any player at this stage of the season. I mean, quite yeah, mate. I mean, they're just getting oiled up, getting warmed up, and no, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with how we've performed. I'm not happy that we've lost our games, obviously, um, but how we went about performing throughout it it is just one or two things that need improvement it's not like everybody on the pitch is an absolute shambles it's just a drop ahead like a lapse of a lapse in judgment just before half time with the crew game with the Ipswich game it's basically switching off when we think the half time whistle should already be blown and um not getting our heads back up to full pace at the start of the second half of the Ipswich game but beyond that Sunderland dominated possession Sunderland pretty much had control of the ball for the majority of the game. Obviously, there was a counter-attack from both Crew and Ipswich, but we looked decent. And I think people only look at the result and say, we were shit. And we weren't. We were we were below our par. I think if we were on par or above, we would have won both of those games. That's that's my <laughs> that's my thoughts and opinions. But if we continue with this just being so par we're going to have a bad season. And that's what I think fans are a little bit nervous about game one into the season. What do you reckon, mate? Well, Mackens says, you know, um, Clark needs to cross. You know, and it's like, yeah. you, you know, yes, I mean... Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he tends to try and take far too many people on when, you know, the whole idea of it is, is like, get the ball whipped in ASAP. You've got more of a chance of a goal happening when the ball's played into the box than you have someone dilly-dallying. Um, mm -hmm. near the corner flag or something, you know, get it whipped in. You know, it causes all kinds of problems that might go off an Ipswich player and an own goal, anything. If that ball's in the box, it's doing more damage there than it is on the uh, on the sideline. Exactly, mate. So it's it's one of those things where you've got to balance it out. He did that towards the end of the game, right? But Hamid had already been subbed off at that point. It wasn't that focal point. He He was like, I'm sick of trying to get it through and into the box by myself i'll whip it in now if he changed the way he played that game like elliot says i didn't rate him in the first game because i think he he just he he personally got it the wrong way around and i think Mowbray got it the wrong way around with his tactics as well should have had me on in the last half an hour so like it was just everybody knew what they wanted to do they had the game plan it on on paper but they didn't like execute it in order it's Everybody just felt like, <laughs> this is going to sound really weird, but everybody's playing Monopoly in the different places on the board when they should all just be moving around together. And if you're on that same hymn sheet, you're all passing goal and you're scoring at the same time. What a weird analogy, but uh, yeah. I mean, we're forgetting as well. I mean, it's one of the hardest games, to, one of the hardest teams to play when they've just been promoted because they're on a quest, crest of a wave. They're on a high. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a difficult game to play, um, and it's not just if it's just any newly team that's been been promoted. You know, they're 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 here for the party. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're putting out to lose, and it's uh, it's 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 tricky. So we've got we've yeah. got that to consider. It's like you know, we don't have any given right to pulverize Ipswich. Of course, we don't. You know, they've been promoted. They're a good side, and um, they're on a high. So and and I think especially when we went down to ten men. I mean, how many minutes did we play with ten men? We were completely on top of the game. We dominated it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get on to Cam's question in the chat uh, when we move on to, to to tomorrow's game against Preston North End. But um, in the in the meantime, um, Kevin brings it up very nicely. I don't think the overall defending was that bad. Just switched off at the worst times, really. He liked him here, but his qualities, mainly in the air, don't seem to suit our fast pace on the ground football. So, yeah, I, th I think that's that's pretty much bang on, right? Like, there's no... 
nobody will di really disagree with how that, that summary is. We 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 passed it on the ground too often for too long, up until about the 75th minute. And then when we got tired of that, we got it in the air. We were starting to cross it deep. And on that penalty spot, we didn't have a target man there. So Mowbray knows that. I think he personally did the uh, substitutions to get Hamea off to prove that point. Um, because at the point, we were already 2-0 down. So um, if the game, game changed and maybe we had Hamea on for that, last 13 minutes of the injury time that for some reason uh, this new season has started to introduce we would have potentially rescued that game and got a point out of it but yeah Yorkshire brings up a good point as well Ross Stewart being at the Ipswich game may persuade Stewart to sign a new new contract as well so we'll, we'll talk about Ross Stewart now with strike issue shall we as well Absolutely. Well, I'm just going to go for a, a quick uh, toilet break, so just uh, have a crack on hand. I'll be back in about uh, two minutes, mate. No worries, mate. Um, as you can see also on the chat, we've got Dov, who's currently away. He's just sorting out something in the background. <laughs> Gabby's now going for a loo break, so I'll um, I'll chat with chat with you on the live chat as well. Um, the Luton away, thumbs up. Uh, sorry I met him here. God, if that happened. Two Pritchies. So, with Pritchard on our... So we said, we'll, we'll go for the Ipswich game first. So Pritchard in the Ipswich game, I think, came on a little bit too late. I think our starting 11 isn't fully designed and fully um, ironed out yet. Sorry, I've just noticed my camera freezes occasionally, so I apologise for that. I'll reset it after this stream um, for tomorrow's watch-along. But um, I think if we made a couple of those substitutions, if we had Bellingham, Mia, Pritchard, Clark and Roberts on the pitch at the same time, towards the end, especially towards the last 25, half an hour of the game, we would be getting goals in that final final half an hour because the other team's completely run ragged. Um, but it's at that point where we're already two down, two down against Ipswich. I don't think Ipswich played all that well, but when they did have the ball and when they attacked, they were clinical. And that's what I think Sunderland missed in that game. We had plenty of chances. Um, we had... A lot of creativity down each left and wing with Clark and Roberts, but it was that final ball in the box that just didn't see, um, didn't see, <laughs> didn't see. Um, sorry, just saying. Ted's in nice trim. Thank you very much. I haven't had a haircut in like four weeks, but thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just like I think tactics-wise, I think we got the uh, formation right. I think we got the style right. It was just like um, Kevin said earlier on. The lapse of judgments happened at the worst time, a second before half time, um, six minutes into the second half, and that was game over pretty much. It was rescue job at that point. Um, Wombling Mackham, the wrong lineup at the wrong time. I think Pritch needs to start, if not Dak. I think Dak in. We'll move. I'll move on and and come back for DJ and, and um, Dov's benefit when they get here. The Dak in the um, crew game was. Um, I wouldn't say sensational, but he was above the quality of everybody else. He had more determination. He wanted to prove himself, and that's essentially what we need from our players. The ones that are putting in the effort are the ones that we should be starting and rewarding. I think at the minute we're looking at who's best on paper, who's best in the training ground, and then thinking they're going to do the job on the, on the day. Um proved themselves to Tony, they've proved themselves to the coaching staff, but they haven't proven themselves in the game to the fans. 
that's what we want. We want people who not only do the job when there's no spectators, sorry, when there's no spectators, but when there's us people with these 60 quid shirts that come in the most flimsy envelopes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Infinita. Oh, yeah. Did you wipe your hands with your QPR shirt then? <laughs> Great shirt, that one. Great shirt. Like to see it. Um, Callum brings up a good point, by the way. I don't know if you want to chip in on this. Um, I think Pritch needs to start, if not Dak. Who would you start out of Pritch and Dak out for tomorrow's game against Preston North End? Oh, Pritchard, um, <clears throat> without a doubt. I mean, he's okay. been with the club the longest. He's a, he knows the squad. Um, it wasn't long ago since Pritchard, of course, played against Preston. So <clears throat> definitely has to be Pritchard. Of course it has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, mm, I, that's it. Did you see Dak's performance against Crew, though? Because when he came on, he changed the game for us. Um, He did change the game. He did. It was, uh, which is good to see. So, did, so that, that, I think that pretty much answers my question straight off the bat. Start Pritchard and have Dak replace him when Pritchard runs out of energy. It's as simple as that. If Pritchard doesn't run out of energy, Dak doesn't get game time. Because, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good little... Um, Direct replacement because I think they both essentially play the same role. They played in slightly different positions. I think Pritchard's a little bit closer to the D and Dak's a little bit more um more towards the centre circle. Uh, and they both feed the same people, but with just different styles of passing. So yeah, uh, good point. Uh, Ian Banks, welcome along, mate. Says Hamia will only be effective if we actually put balls into the box for him. So we we touched on this a little bit um probably before you joined, but. Game plan wise, if we switched it around, we Clark decided to cross the ball earlier, then when he gets frustrated, try and cut past the players rather than the other way around, then we might have had a better time and, and a lot better um <laughs> a lot more points on the board. Essentially, we wouldn't be twentieth in the league joint with four other teams who lost two one on the opening weekend. So I don't think we're too far wrong. I think possession wise we're we're strong. Do you agree with that, mate? Yeah, of course. Um, Absolutely. Defensively, we're overall really good. Um, just need to be switched on for the full 90, obviously. Um, we need to be more aware of the counter. So we do kind of push a lot of people forward trying to get that goal, but we leave ourselves vulnerable for that counter. Um, Ipswich knew that and, and played their game to perfection against us. I think Crew did pretty much the same for their goal just before half time as well, right? I think they did. <laughs> yeah, they scored with that with that header, the the corner. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll do a final summary on the um, opening games because we've been um, been live for nearly twenty minutes, which is a lot longer than we normally go over our previous games. So I tell you what, we're going to have to mention though the fact like how good Cruz penalties were. Oh yeah, they didn't miss one. They did not miss no. a single one. The difference was Equa missed his penalty, and I don't think Equa had a bad game. I think it was cruel on Equa. Um, it was really cruel on Equa, and it? it's. Um, I mean, it's. You know why he didn't just put his shoelaces through the ball rather than trying to like tap it? I just I can't understand it. But hey, it's happened. It's happened. But you can't uh, judge him on that. Christ, no way. No. Um, Elliot says I think the club will need to make a statement on Stewart. It's going on too long. It's been going on for nearly eighteen months now. I think you'll find a lot of other content creators, a lot of people on social media, just getting 
just basically saying, let us know the answer. We're bored of this now. Um, I think that's down to Stuart a little bit because there's a lot of excuse saying it's between his agent and the club. There's finances in, involved in it, but by the end of uh, August, he needs to be either a full-time player for us or we need to expect to get rid of him in the January transfer window because otherwise he goes on a free agent and um, he's going to be lethal in this league or wherever he goes. So we need to... We need to sort it out sooner or later. I'm relatively bored of talking about Ross Stewart because he hasn't played for the club since January. Um, Would you like to see a bit more interactivity from Quillery Dreyfus and stuff, like addressing the fans or, you know, giving the odd statement here and there or even the odd press conference, you know, just, you know, what is, what, you know what, what's going on? You know, yeah. Or would you prefer it when he's, he's, he's like the, just the silent one sitting in the back, you know, just letting things take over? So, um, on that, yes, absolutely. I think more information to the fans would be a lot easier. So, what they tend to do is they do fan meetups. They they pick a pub or a club or near the stadium light or the, the academy, and they go to that after a game on a Tuesday or Wednesday evening once every four or five months. What I would much prefer is what my uh, current business do, which is a town hall every quarter, every month or something like that, depending on how frequently there is news and updates to give. But a town hall, essentially, the CEO. I mean, watch it. Um, the CEO, the chairman, whoever it may be, gives a brief on this is what our club's about. This is where we want to go. This is the issues that we're facing. This is the trajectory. They do it to the staff normally, but if we had one of those that was customer presenting, fan presenting, then I think that would do a lot to ease a lot of fans to say, look, this club has clearly got the head switched on. They want to keep the fans happy. They want to perform in the game, but at the minute, it's a lot of a lot of fans have got to say. Like I'm keep I keep saying it because I think it's the only thing that keeps me <laughs> slightly saying is we've got to have faith in this play. We've got to have a faith in this person doing the right job. We've got to have faith in KLD putting money into the club. We've got to have faith in um, Speakman doing doing the right thing. We've got to have faith in Tony Mowbray selecting the right players. Like we'd like to have more serious fans as as to what goes on we all like to think that we are the the tactical geniuses we're not we're not employed by the club to do that job but we are passionate about getting the club to a successful position so yeah yes of course to answer your question mate yes of course i'd like the club to to speak to the fans more and to be a bit more formalized what about you course it's 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 got it's got to have a healthy healthy relationship i mean we have been used to that um i mean obviously donald methylin and stuff they were a bit sort of cowboyish or not like but you know it's it just makes the fans feel better it stops them bickering so much amongst themselves it stops so many rumors going on about if they just address the fans and you know it says why it's you know a b c so and so this is what's happening this is what our plans are this is the reason why that's not happening yeah um the reason why we've not yet got an experienced striker is because we've gone so and so and so so and so and it just reduces the anxiety amongst the fans you know it, mm -hmm. it wouldn't take much just a five minute conference or something or a statement you know and it would just settle settle the fans a bit well, it doesn't. It doesn't even have to be directly from KLD, right? He's just got to sign off on it. So you can have the marketing team come up with a nice bit of spiel, present it very nicely. Uh, a PowerPoint presentation would be nice, but like just that ease of mind, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I'm I'm now going to be calling my channel the Infinator, thanks to SCFT Dead. <laughs> uh, I've just noticed the auction back. Is he, is he not popping in today on the? Um, on the... I think he's on the old Razamitas tonight. Oh, is he it... might he might get married tomorrow. You never know. <laughs> oh, Welcome along, Jacob. Mate. Um, Poacher Striker will play a mix of long ball and attractive football. Purely chemistry and match fitness has to be. Pritchard. So that was when we were discussing Pritchard or Dak. So he's 100% agreeing with Pritchard should be starting. Um, Elliot says, I'd start Pritch and bring Dak on. Um, I don't think Pritch can do a full 90. There you go. I think we've we've sorted out our starting lineup for <laughs> for tomorrow with that one. Uh, Callum Grudge, uh, Good, sorry, says, I wish Roberts would stop going short, especially if Hamia's on the pitch. Just, yeah, just whip it in. That's the whole point. Um, oh my god, Kevin's trying to troll me here. <laughs> Get out the door and Kenwin Jones up top. I don't think Kenwin Jones is as bad as Josie Altidore was for us. I don't think that's even the statistically possible. He was that bad, but the fans still loved him. Oh, he had the, he had the personality for us. Absolutely. You know, his, his effort was there. And don't forget, he set up that great goal for Barini to take the lead against the Mags. He's a... Uh, you know, I remember the last game of the season against Swansea, I was at that match, and they were saying if um, Altidore scores, we're on the pitch. That's what they were chanting. They were desperate for him to score. Oh, <laughs> uh, just we didn't give him any penalties though, did he? Like, he didn't even he didn't even score penalty. Like I think that was who was who was getting the penalties for us when we were doing that? Was it Guy? He won us the penalty. Altador won us a penalty when it was the, the great escape under Gustavo Hoye at Stamford Bridge. Altador went down and Barini scored. Yeah, it was so, Barini. Uh, Barini that... took the penalties, yeah. Barini took the penalty, out the door, went down and got the penalty. So he's not being 100% useless. <laughs> he got us a goal, even though he didn't assist it. Ben Allison, welcome along. Uh, you, Jacob's popped in. I feel like the atmosphere at Ipswich game may persuade Stuart to stay and sign a new contract. I remember him on TV saying, watch the game. So I think the way he... I know this, this... I'm probably reading a lot into it than... Um, what others might be, but the way he was speaking with Broadhead, I think there was a potential his eyes getting turned by Ipswich because obviously they're being very positive now. So, um, if Ipswich come in for a decent bid with for Stewart, I think he he might um he might say yes to that. But again, border saying Stewart uh, sign a sign a contract. Why, why, why the hell wouldn't he just want to stay? Money. Yeah, it's money. It's it's Alex. It's, it's Alex Neil. It's an Alex Neil thingy all over again. Mm. It's the I wouldn't say it's the Will Gregg kind of contract because we're not going to throw money at people anymore. If they're not happy with us, we've got to let them go. It's as simple as that. Um, but it's the same with the, the free rumoured players going out as well. Um, the Pritchard, Bath, and I forgot the third one now. I said it earlier on in the stream. I forgot. Yeah, uh, the three players that were looking at leaving. Um or Clark, Pritchard, and Bath. I don't think Clark's going to leave us. Um, I genuinely don't. Not until we get like a twenty million pound offer, unless it's above. Because I think ten million for what he can provide, um, to Burnley specifically, I think that would it be that, that much of a miss. Do you think? Huge miss. Yeah. Who repla Who replaces him? Who replaces him? Gooch. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. It was Gooch. Yeah, I mean, Clark's, Clark's the one that does his trademark, cuts inside, drops the shoulder, get a little inch of the goal, and how many times has he 
had to hit the post. I curled yeah. in cracking, cracking goals. He's, he's very dangerous. T t t can you tell me anybody in our team that would be able to do what he does week in, week out? Because I can't. Um, the only nearest player, but he's on the opposite side, and that's Roberts. But apart from that, there's no one. But Clark's left wing, Roberts is right, or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah. No, nobody else can do it down the left. Equar definitely can't. Pritchard can't. I think maybe McGeady might have been able to back in the day. Um, but I think Clark's a, a unique talent, and we've got to exploit his skills while we've got him. Um, we want him to stay with us for as long as possible. So if you if the theoretical scenario is you've got to sign an extra contract for Clark or Stewart. I'm picking Clark. I'm sorry, he's he's more match fit. Um he he provides more variety to the rest of the team around him. Yes, Stewart gets goals, he bags them, but we're getting goals from around the pitch. Um I think Clark's more instrumental to Sunderland's success than Ross Stewart is. Um well, we proved that. I mean, the most of the last season he didn't play. We Sunderland have played some of the best football I think I've seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's the name. Uh, so Kevin Spruce put in put Bennett. Um, so put Roberts on the left and Bennett on the right. I don't think Bennett is. I don't think Clark would be able to do it on the left. Uh, Roberts would be able to do it on the left hand side as good as he does it down the right. And I don't think Bennett is played in his correct position yet. There's, there's, like I say, there's, there's absolutely plenty of time. Mm -hmm. I like Bennett. I mean, he's he's had some criticism on social media and that, but I think he's a dangerous player. I think he'll come good. I think we've got a good opportunity ahead of us this season. We've just got to get ourselves out of this weird headspace that we're in at the minute. Um, not every bit of crap form lasts forever. Um, it look, is... at Coventry, look at Coventry last season. Well, look at Middlesbrough last season as well. Yeah, Middlesbrough terrible. But Middlesbrough like in the bottom bottom six come the World Cup break, and then they finished third, fourth, something like that. It's 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 all about how well you have your good spell in this in this campaign. Some some teams have it for the entire season. Some teams only have it for five six months. But I'd much rather have a bad start and finish well than the other way around because if we have a really good start. We guarantee playoffs, and then we lose every game after that point. What What's your perception of going into the Premier League? It's completely the opposite. If you have a bad start and like get better and better and better, right? You have that momentum, like Ipswich did when they got promoted. So, yeah, it's about putting on, putting the foot on the gas when it matters. Exactly. They go, Kevin. They were twenty second at the end of October. That's relegation. They were rele They were pretty much odds on for relegation. In October, and then they finish in the playoffs. So, don't be doom and gloom. The, the champion, the championship is not as dominant as what the Premier League is. Like, you know, it's, it's, what are you doing? It's, it's it's a bit more wide open. I'm just um, doing my tea. Oh, got you. It looks like you. It looks like yeah. you. You might be um doing something expletive to a, a pot noodle or a, a cat or something. I don't no, know. No, it's it's <laughs> my marijuana hemp herbal tea. It helps settles all my anxieties <laughs> and my ADHDs and stuff, and it's lovely. Fair Nothing enough, rude. Mate. I've just seen it. Now. What was I, what was I saying there again before I rudely did something? Um, we're talking about the um, the momentum of clubs throughout the season and our headspace. Yeah, well, the, the the championship's more like wide open than the, the mm -hmm. what it is the Premier League, isn't it? So you know, it's it's I would say it's slightly easier if you're at the bottom end of the table to claw yourself into the into the top three, top four than it is in the Premier League without a shadow of a doubt. So yeah. You know, absolutely. 
Uh, I can see. I am doing my tea, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Dobbs back. Hello. He's he's got his. You see, like right here, the mute icon's gone. So he is here. You can't. We can hear him if he just speaks. <laughs> Hi. I'm sorry, trying... I'm still sorting shit out. <laughs> been trying to sort his fire stick out. Like, I can talk and sort of shit out, but like I'm kind of half distracted. Fair enough, mate. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on where because obviously i think you got very frustrated with how the live chat was going throughout our two games so far right yeah what is your what would you be thinking if you were a Sunderland fan of dobbs dobbs a liverpool it's, fan look, by the way so the way i'm looking at it is yeah it sucks to lose your first game like it happens you're not going to win every game realistically i don't think like I don't think any team will win every single game in the season. It's happened a few times, but it's it's rare as fuck. Um, yeah. <sighs> the amount of negativity that I saw was ridiculous. Everyone was like, oh, it's the, the season's over. We're being relegated. And I'm just like, it's the first bloody game of the season. Calm, <laughs> calm down. Like, you, Yeah, you've got to think. If we... It was the amount, the stuff that was being said was fucking ridiculous, if I'm being honest. Yeah, um, think of it this way, right? If you're guaranteed five wins and one loss, regardless of which order it's in, you you accept that every day of the week, right? Let's just say we lose this one game and we're guaranteed five wins after this. Like, you're not going to start mourning after that point, are you? Um, no. Nope. So, I think once we get five games into the season, then start to look at is this is this person right for us? Is that person right for us? Is this person right for us? The only problem is the only problem is after five games into the season, the transfer window's shut. So I, I get why people are um trying to fix the issue straight away so they don't see it later on in the season. But um you weren't here when I said this. Our issues are just minor lapses. That's getting broken on the counter attack, not being fully switched on to the full time whistle, and giving away one or two sloppy passes. They are mistakes that cannot be... Uh, well, what's it Cruz, called? Cruz goal, Triantus was just standing watching him and he was at least two or three foot taller than the player that out-jumped him. It was like, what are you doing? It was like... Oh, from the corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he just like, you know, you should be totally bossing that. You know what I mean? You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't have been allowed to get anywhere near that hitter. <laughs> but I would say it's, 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 it's yeah. happened now, wouldn't it? If that's a totally different game than the League Cup. Yeah, I don't think... The players were so much maybe hyped up for it. I don't know, but like, yeah, a bit more effort. So with with that in mind, and with our, let's just say right now our season hasn't got off to a good start, but not every successful season does. We can make it successful if we change our mindset, if we close up those little errors, and we, to be fair, if we continue playing attacking wise, or at least midfield wise i think we will have a lot of good games this season um speaking of good games ahead i'm not 100% sure we're ready for that with our current mind state and our club but we are away from home tomorrow against preston off end so we'll start off with predictions for tomorrow's game then we'll go through potential like starting 11 and and, and what have you so my prediction unfortunately I put it on paper is a 2-0 loss. Um if a couple of things change, if we play the way I I expected us to, Clark to actually get it into the box, Roberts to cross it in and Amiga be there, 
then fair enough. Um, I think we might score a couple of goals, but until that's practices put into action, I'm going to just temper my expectations for tomorrow. Um, what do you think? And as you were, you, um, Cabby said we were going to lose a opening game, and you're the only one who'd said that. So, what's your thoughts now? Yeah, I got it right, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you're the only one who you're the only one who said it, like something's not right yet. Oh god, this is this is difficult. I'm gonna go for a draw. There you go. And, uh, it's he's gone three in a look, by the way, Rodri. Um, I'm gonna go for a, a a two-two draw, something like that. Two-two. That's a high-scoring draw. Again, defensive issues, which I think that's yeah. that's going to be our biggest point this season. If we can tighten up at the back, we will have a brilliant season. So, yeah, Dov. He's away. <laughs> I love the awkward silence. Oh, fuck. I didn't realize my mic was muted that time. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for a 1 1. A 1 1 draw. Well, you yeah. j- you joined by. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon you're going to go ahead and then you're going to lie in a sloppy goal. That is, also, is... City, have, City have just gone 3 0 up. <laughs> right, yeah, that, that's what Cabby's just said. Is this like Burnley Man City game? What is that the actual Premier League starting? Or is it, what's, yeah, what's it's that? The, yeah, it's the yeah, first game of the Premier League. I thought that was tomorrow. Mm-mm. Okay, Burnley having a terrible start to the Premier League. <laughs> but to be fair, you got to expect it against Man City. Um, Callum Doyle. Callum Doyle. It's a blast from the past. Callum. <laughs> Callum Gudge. Mate, your name confuses me sometimes. I don't know why. Sorry about that. There's a 1 1 draw with Dak scoring. Dak scoring is an interesting shout. And Evan saying a 1 0 Sunderland win with Robert scoring it. Um. My brain's disconnected at the minute. It's uh, been a long week. Right, so with those predictions in mind, who's our starting 11? Patterson in goal. I don't think Bishop did a good enough performance against Crew to to justify his um, like breaking through past, um, past Patterson. Because of... Well, he even, he even missed kick one of his goal kicks out to go out for a corner. Did you see that against Crew? Uh, it was it was no, was I didn't. It crew or Ipswich? No, it, it was Crew. It was, it was Crew because yeah, because was in. To kick it out. Yeah, he went to kick it out and he completely miskicked it. Was that much backspin on the ball? It went back out for a corner. <laughs> yeah, J- Jacob's oh, going for a one-one draw tomorrow as well. By the way, that was a very sloppy third goal from City. I won't lie. What to concede or score? To score. Sloppy go- it's goal to goal, mate. You can't, can't complain. No, I know, goal to goal, but that was compared to the other two, it was just <laughs> a bit ugh. fair enough. Um, so yeah, the the bishop's com- commanding of the box for the corner goal for me, I think we'd need to need to scrap that. So I think he's close to, to potentially like having an alternating Patterson in one game and, and vice versa. I think that's a potential for this season. Um, but yeah, Pato in goal. Are we playing four at the back or three at the back? Four. At uh, the minute, I don't trust your defence enough to play through. Um, I trust our midfield to play three, <laughs> but not our defence. Yeah, you're right. So, um, centre-backs, I want Ballard and Bath, um, but it's more likely going to be Ballard and or nine. Hume is off because of the red card. 
So we can't have Hume. Um, so we'll have Sirkin right back and... No. Sirkin left back and Gooch right back, maybe? Mm-hmm. Anybody else say you would change for that? No, that sounds pretty solid to me. Um... So, um, okay. Um, <laughs> midfield, I would go Neil, Equa, Richard as a triangle in the middle. Not Hume. Mm-hmm. Um... On the left wing, I would have, obviously, Clark. On the right wing, Roberts. And up front, I would have Hamia with um, a good, strong bench as well. Not Hume, Equar. No, Trey Hume got a red card, the second yellow, against Ipswich. Yeah, Hume, yeah. Apparently, he got sent off because he kicked the ball out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because like, the touch and the foul on the player was neither here nor there. I think that was just a bit of like light touch. It was never a yellow card. But they... The time wasting element of kicking the ball away, I think that's what he got called for, right? And they're cramping down on that this season. But absolutely massively, yeah. Well, I was talking to Dave about that. He was asking me, he says, "What do you think about the new time wasting thing?" Carrying on at a time, I think I says, "I think it's brilliant." I said, "Stop the yeah, why I find it like, good. Slow yeah. everything down and piss about." <clears throat> there's there's a couple of teams I think will massively benefit from that, especially this season. Um, Sunderland being one of those, I think. Um, West Brom might benefit from that, and it, it saddens me to say, but I also think Alex Neal's Stoke City will benefit from that extra time as well uh, quite a lot this season. So we'll see. Uh, apparently, Here Dog says Hume's ban was for the cup match, so it is served and can start. Would you still start Hume over Gooch or who did I put at left back? My head's going. Oh, it's, it's, Gooch is not really a left back, is he? He's a right. I said right back for Gooch. The right back for Gooch. But is, isn't his original position supposed to be up front, though? Like, um, on the wing? yeah, he was a winger. Yeah, he was a winger. He's basically, um, when he signed for us, he was very young, but he was essentially Joseph Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yorkshire says Gooch won't be playing because he has a slight injury, but nothing serious. Okay, so no gooch. Um, <laughs> we can all guess. We have Hume. His ban was at crew. Thank you, Elliot's confirmed it as well. Um, Patterson, Sergan, Humes, Ballard, Bath, Clark, Pritchard, Neil, Roberts, Equa, Hamir. So we're all going for roughly the same squad here. I think Equa needs to start. What would you go for? Uh, a, I would prefer a 4 5 one one, um, with the two wingers obviously providing defensive and attacking support. So I think Clark can definitely provide it down the left, but Roberts I think might let the other midfielders do a bit of a sweep job down the right hand side. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think we need as many defenders as um. I don't think we need four defenders because we're not um we're not defending for the full ninety. We're defending for about. Three, four minutes a half, and those three, four minutes a half, we're not defending well enough, and that's just because they're not switched on. If there's less of them there, I think they'll be more switched on. I know I've just said I wouldn't, I don't trust our <laughs> our starting team to have four at the back, eh, less than four at the back, but I think that might keep people more alert for longer. Um, because if you've got an extra person there to support you, you're going to let them do it, right? Yeah, like um, Cabby said, there's. 
Triantis just stood there, maybe because he thought somebody else in the defense was going to do that leap for him. Sturgeon, thank you, Kevin. Oh my god, my head is all over the place. It's been a very long week. It's, yeah, I was about to say it's Friday night, mate. Um, I am looking yeah. forward to tomorrow's game though as well. It should be good. Yeah, game, yeah, yeah. Fun. It's nice to have a like, get back on the older Saturday, as I can say. I mean, because I couldn't really sort of tune in because I was in the tent against the, the Ipswich game, so. Fair enough, mate. That was like a good time. Um, I think we've covered everything I wanted to discuss regarding the games, at least. Is there anything you want to bring up? Because there is other stuff we can talk about, like the KLD, the Speakmans, the transfers, the the, the signatures. I think that kind of frustration I don't think is warranted in the return <laughs> Back in football show, I think we've got to give it a little bit of time, right, to to settle back into normality, back in the season. Then we start to show our frustrations with we hundred percent need this player because there is a couple of rumours around strikers and options that I think is a positive part of the conversation. So <laughs> let's go into that, shall we? Uh, there's been murmurs about a chap called Tom Cannon. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, I've heard that a few times. Is there any merit in Tom Cannon? Any other strikers from the championship coming to our club? Did Tom Cannon not go elsewhere? No, Tom Cannon's still available. He's still available. I must, I must mm-hmm. be getting muddled of another post. Because someone that was linked with Sun and eventually went to Everton. Who was that? So Tom Cannon is from Everton? From, 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 from Everton, yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I, from Everton, I, th- I thought he actually went somewhere else. I'm sure I've seen the post um, on the banter page or something saying, like, oh, never mind, we've missed out. But if he's still available, he's still available. Must so, I think he played for Preston North End last season. And that was out on loan from Everton. But his de- Everton's decision, obviously, still he's went back to his parent club and he could affect... If we made the signing, like, yesterday... He could have affected the game tomorrow, but um, he's still an option. Um, he's still available. Everton want Reid. Um, Everton need to lighten their books if they want to survive, to be honest. They've got too many players that they're paying for that they can't really justify. There we go. Yeah. That's better. Um, where are we at? Sturkin, we played better with three at the back last season and defended from the midfield. There you go. Kevin's agreeing with me on that one. For some reason, your camera's gone off. There, it's back on. Um, Yorkshire is saying, Sydney Van Hoydonk, um, please come to Sunderland. He's mentioned that a couple of times. Um, Hoydonk, he plays for, I believe, PSV. Is that right? I, don't, I think yeah. he does, yeah. I think he's in Erdovies. Uh, let me just copy and paste that text so I can search which club he currently plays for. But I know he is a striker. Van Hoydonk, he currently plays for Nak Breda. He is in the Eredivisie, but not for PSV. Um, PSV, no, uh, but PSV, an Eredivisie striker. What do you think to that? Is that a good move? It seems a decent move. Absolutely. I've been reading some bits and bobs. Like it all sounds promising. <laughs> uh, it does sound promising, but um, there's there's two things that. I think Dutch players have the the extra ability that they pretty much m- most of them speak English quite quite naturally. 
So sealed, come into the club and pretty much got on with the club straight away. But we have got players that are struggling with the English language still. So Equa was one of them. Not Equa. Lahaji was one of them. Um, he's now gone out to the um, Saudi leagues. Um, the Mayenda doesn't speak a word of English um, and goes off injured pretty much straight away. So um, I think we'll have a very similar issue. Lahaji and um, Mayenda might have the exact same trajectory as a career. Uh, play a couple of games here and there, but not have a long-term impact on the club. Should we be signing more people who are in the English system already? Or do you think this international recruitment is the best policy for us at the minute? Well, we certainly seem to be going that way, don't we? The international um, way with our with our owners and stuff. I mean, especially the the nineteen and twenty year olds. He, you know, he seems to like the 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 Dutch, the French, and things like that. So he's obviously seeing something in them. Yeah. Um. But if if it produces the final product at the end of the day, then I'm all up for it. Yeah. Yeah, there's um uh, Kevin's brought in Russian as well. I think he's the Ukrainian player. He looks yeah, he's been mentioned. Yeah, he looks quality, but obviously Ukraine. He plays for a Ukrainian team at the minute, and I think he's thinking a little bit long term about his well career and safety. So mm-hmm. um, a move to someone might be not as lucrative as it could be for other players. But I think it could be the smart move for for Russian as well. So I like the idea of Russian. I think if we pretty much already write off Mayenda, because I think that's the smart thing to do, um, coming in, looking good, but getting injured in your first training session, not a good sign of... He just might be a bench warmer for us. Um, play for our under-23, something like that. I'm not sure what Mayenda's going to be doing, but I like how Hermia's settled in. I like how they've wanted to be the, the go-to person straight away. Sealed, I think, has competition. Sealed and Triantus has competition with Bath, Ballard, and to a lesser degree, or nine. Um, it's healthy. I think it's healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dov, what's your yeah. what's your, what's your opinion on um, recruitment? It's... Um. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really think I can say much because I don't really keep up with transfers for the championships. Right. Assimilated to your club, right? <laughs> don't talk about no. You don't want to do that. <laughs> so you've had you've had a, you've had essentially a very similar story to what we've had. Um, a couple of players have said they've been interested in Sunderland, but they've got an eye on another club, but maybe for a little bit less money at that other club. So. Do you still go for that player, or do you just completely write them off at that point? Um, do you have a backup option? Uh, we have four or five options, but it's yeah, how much money um, we're going to throw at them. If we want to throw money yeah, away, yeah. we can get all of them, but I don't think that is in our budget. Value for money, right? Yeah, especially at this level, where in the yeah. Premier League, we all club it is just literally we can justify the money because we get the telly money <laughs> and the club yes. sponsorships, but. Um, it's a little bit more of a business savvy. You can buy Porsches and Lamborghinis and um, Ferraris. We've got to buy the the Vauxhall courses and the. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, I was watching Sun Until I Die on the Netflix again, and um, 
yeah. was watching, you know, the, the, the Fafon were made to try and get Will Grigg and the desperation to get Will Grigg and that, and it turned out how, how shite he was and stuff. And, you know, Fuck and it makes me like think, him. like, well, maybe it's not a bad thing. We're just holding back and we're not jumping in and want to make sure that we do get the right person through the door because we've done it so many times and we just look mm. to poor carry on and, and the Will Grigg and stuff. And it's like, um, we've chased this and chased that and it's just not worked out at all. So maybe it is a good thing. Just mm-hmm. hold back and hold back. Obviously, as long as it's not too late, we do. But what I want to see a, an experience, at least recognise striker coming in before the transfer window shuts. But there's still three weeks left, and the majority happens on deadline day anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, let's you know hold back and make sure we get the right, the right person coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Postma says Hoy Donk doesn't play at. Um... Herven Veen anymore. He plays back at Bologna. Feyenoord is also interested in him. <laughs> Feyenoord, Sunderland, same thing, right? <laughs> Didn't Hume serve his uh, ban in the cup? Uh, yes, we believe he did, Martin. It's been brought up a few times. I thought he would have Didn't to serve Hume it. Serve his van? What ban. Was he doing like ban. Burger van or something at the game, was he? <laughs> yeah, failed his MOT, mate. He had to get serviced. Yeah, he was serviced in his van around the, behind the North Stand. <laughs> You're handing out uh, sweets to children. Oh no! Don't don't start that. No, don't start that rumor with Sunderland players, mate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want another one. No, we don't want another one. We never wanted the first one. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants the first one. No. Um. Yeah. I'm. I want to reserve my recruitment decision until the end of the window i think we're doing okay so far we've brought in six players we've let go of bailey wright um who else has gone from the club completely we've let uh, a couple of players that go out on loan uh yeah I, I, i'm gonna say it. i'll probably put up a poll tomorrow so i can get your opinion not just just mine here who is the best signing so far for Sunderland um, in our current transfer window? I think it's between three people. Let's go with Bellingham. Uh, there's there's Bellingham, there's uh, <laughs> there's Dak, and there is oh my god, who else is really good? Hamia Semedo, um, the striker, the midfielder, and and I've not seen and, him enough of. Dakers yet. Um, he was only in the cup I game give, as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, before I give judgment, I'm going to give a few more games. I think. Yeah. Well, so you got to. We could sign. I don't know. Um, what's that guy called from the Premier League? Plays for Man City. Striker. Oh, I don't know. Erling Haaland, maybe the robot. Um, yeah, it's like sending off for Burnley here. <laughs> the, right, he's uh, already scored again. twice in his first game. He's not being told. <laughs> his record's already unproven. <laughs> What? What? Have you got the telly on? <laughs> yeah, hang on. <laughs> there you go. Bellingham, Hamir, and Dak. I'll put that as a poll tomorrow. Um, we'll see who the, or what the fans say um, for our watch-long stream. Um, and I think that nicely ties up our opening Mackham football show for the season. We'll be um, back this time next week for episode two. Um, but in the interim, what can we expect from... From our channels. Cabby, what are you doing in the upcoming week? Um, well, I'll do my um, comedy stuff, my uh, alternative videos and stuff, and a few review videos and previews and stuff, so keeping the humour going. 
good. We need a, we need a little bit of uh, comedy in <laughs> Sunland's uh, current yeah. current mood. Um, I'll be doing the um, watch along tomorrow as as per. We'll be uh, also doing the game review. I do. I, that's a wanna. Um, it's a one off rant of how I feel about the game. Uh, the shorts, obviously, and then this again next week. So of course I'll be doing the watch along tomorrow as well, eh? Yeah. Keep forgetting the football season started. <laughs> See ya, we're back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm still in my tent, man. I'm still in my tent. <laughs> what's going on? Still on holiday mode. So um yeah, that that's what's coming up this coming week. Um if you're not already, hit the like and subscribe YouTube stuff. Uh, you can check this podcast out. Um, anytime on the Spotify streaming services, um, it goes as a podcast. So, um, enjoy and catch you on the next one. Thank you very much. Hello, lads. See you later. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See ya. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.